is continuing in the sixth chapter of Eruvin. Yesterday we learned that if somebody forgot to join the Eruv, meaning they did not contribute food or money towards the food to join in a shared supply of food that was put into one of the houses in the courtyard, then they can't take part of carrying in or out, but they could give up their property rights to the other people in the courtyard to still allow them to carry, or vice versa. The other people in the courtyard could give up their rights to the one guy, the one family that forgot to join the Eruv. So now here in Mishnah Dalid, we learn, from when can he give up his rights? Beit Shami says it has to be still daytime on Friday before Shabbos begins. Behil says, even after Shabbos. The Barner explains, based on the Gemara, the difference of opinion here is, what is he actually accomplishing? According to Beishamai, it's a Kenyan. A Kenyan is a legal transference from one party to another, and uh, you cannot, you know, just like you can't buy or sell or trade property on Shabbat, so you couldn't give up, give away your property rights as well. Whereas Beit Hillel understands it in a different way. That rather than giving over his right to someone else, the person who forgot and is giving up his rights, he's just, he's like stepping away from his property rights. He's sort of, it's sort of like Hefker, similar to Hefker. He's, the, the Lashon in the partner is Istoluki Mershuto. He's sort of stepping back and giving up on his Rashut, not that he's giving it over to someone else specifically. So that would still be permitted on Shabbat. The Mishnah continues, Misha Natan Rishuto, someone who gave up his property rights, so the one guy who forgot to join the Erev, so then he gave up his rights to everyone else, Vehotzi, but then he carried from his house into the Chatzar. Now, he hasn't done an Isser del right. He hasn't done a biblical prohibited Molocha on Shabbat because it's not a Rishuto Yachid, Rishuto Rabim. It's Rishuto Yachid to a different Rishuto Yachid, a shared Rishuto Yachid that rabbinically looks like a Rishuto Rabim because it's a shared property. So, but what he's doing now is it's as if he's reclaiming his property right. So the Mishnah says, ben bishogig ben whether it was a mistake or on purpose that he carried items from his house to the Chatzar, hareze oser divri rebi meir. So Meir says he makes everyone else unable to rely on the Eruv to carry in and out from the house to the courtyard because he has reclaimed his property rights in the courtyard. Rabbi Yehuda Omer b'meizid oser, if he carried on purpose from his house to the Chatzar, he messes up everyone else's Eruv, b'shogeg eno oser, who's an accident, he doesn't change their property rights. On to Mishnah Balabait, a homeowner, shayashutaf l'shchenev, he was also a partner with his neighbors. Now this isn't a partnership, a shutfut in the Mavui, like making an Eruv, he's already a partner, either they, they have a business together, and so they own the uh, the merchandise together, the food that they're going to sell in their makolot in their store, or perhaps they went in together on a barrel of wine. You know, it might look a little might look a little odd for for one family to buy a huge barrel of wine, but if you're sharing it with a neighbor or two, then that's it's great. Then it's like it's wonderful. So they already have some sort of shared food item. So the mission explains lezebiyin vlezebiyin. If his his neighbor on the right he shares a barrel of wine, and with his neighbor on the left he shares a barrel of wine. They don't need to make an Eruv. Now, this is where these houses are all opening onto the same Mavui, so they're not going to be making an Eruv. They don't need to make an Eruv with this wine because Lamais, they already share 
this wine together. And even if it's in two different barrels or two different bottles, it could all be mixed together. But the Mishnah brings a variation. Lezebiyayin, if he shares with the neighbor on the right a barrel of wine, Lezebishemen, he shares with the neighbor on the left a barrel of oil, Suichim the Arev. They have to make a separate Erev. In this case, really, it's a Shitufe Mavut. They'd really have to set aside a different food that all three of them shared in order to allow carrying in the Mavui in the common alley that's outside of all of their homes. Because really, wine and oil don't mix, so they couldn't technically put them together, and all three of these families share one common food. They need to have a separate food set aside for that. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, whether they, it's wine and it's wine and wine, or wine and oil, they don't have to set aside a separate food as their eruv, as their combined food to make a sheet of mavu, to all carry the mavui, because he holds that really wine and oil can technically be mixed together. You might not want to, but maybe you're making a salad dressing, or we saw before a yenomlin, some sort of spiced wine, might have a little oil in it. So technically they could. Uh, the Barner here points out something important, that we are talking about a shituf mavui made with wine or oil or the like, but not with bread. He says if you use bread, bread is more chashuv, more important, and so then you wouldn't, if you make a shituf mavui uh, using bread, you wouldn't even have to make an erev chatserot. Erev Chatzerot, he says, is always made on bread. That's what the Gemara concludes. But the sheet of Mavui and the Erev Tuchumin could be use, using other foods even. So if they used bread to share their Mavui together, they wouldn't even need to make a Erev Chatzerot. But if they use something else, then they still need to make an Erev Chatzerot on the bread. Yashar Kochachem, be well.